Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, I want to give y'all a little peek behind the curtain of producing Earn Your Leisure. It's a lot more than just sitting down and chatting. It involves meticulous planning, recording, editing, and then promoting each episode to ensure it reaches all of you. And if you picked up any of our merch, then you know there's a whole extra layer of logistics from inventory management to shipping. Running a podcast is like running a small business. And speaking of business, I know many of you entrepreneurs are involved in e-commerce. You understand how crucial it is to streamline operations and cut costs wherever possible. That's why I want to talk to you about ShipStation, the multi-carrier shipping solution that integrates seamlessly with all your online sales channels. It's all about optimizing your shipping, connecting with expert partners, and freeing up more of your time to focus on scaling your business. Now let's talk about our experience with ShipStation. This tool has been a game changer for us, especially with automating routine tasks. Being able to manage everything from one dashboard and print shipping labels with just a click, absolute lifesavers. Plus, the discounts we get on shipping costs are incredible. Honestly, it feels like we're saving thousands. And as our show and merch sales have grown, ShipStation's robust automation and reporting features have helped us keep up without missing a beat. For those of you who get overwhelmed by order volumes, ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard is a dream come true. You can import orders from any sales channel, apply shipping preferences automatically, and handle customer service issues right there. 
Not to mention the savings with up to 89% off carrier rates like UPS, DHL Express, and USPS. It's no wonder over 130,000 companies stick with ShipStation long-term. So, are you ready to turn your shipping challenges into growth opportunities? Head over to ShipStation.com and use promo code EARN for a free 60-day trial. Again, that's ShipStation.com, promo code EARN. Start streamlining your shipping and scaling your business today. You're representing him, and now you're working on a professional career as well, mm-hmm. right at the point where he's about to come back. Exactly. Wow. And the agent, I mean, you just took a test. Yep. Take the test, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you become an agent. You said that he doesn't get an extension, mm-hmm. right? So now he's a free agent at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, one more year on his contract, which was an option year. Yeah. He played that year? Uh, that would have been the 22-23 was his option year. Yeah. Oh. So he took the option. Mm-hmm. He played. Mm-hmm. And then was uh, traded. Traded to Dallas. Mm-hmm. But was, during, he got traded midseason? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got traded. But so as that process is happening, that's on the court. Mm-hmm. But Nike, I mean, this is the premier athlete. Like we went over. There's obviously Jordan and Jordan Brand. Yeah. And then there's Kobe. Yeah. And then it's like LeBron, Kai, KD. Mm-hmm. What are those conversations like? Because this is one of the premier athletes. This is Uncle Drew. This is a top-selling shoe. Kids love it. His shoes were still selling. At the same time. Mm-hmm. His shoes were still selling. Um, we were in conversations. Um, well, we hadn't really started at that point um, about what the next steps would be if he was going to re- remain a, a signature athlete or not in what way. They wanted to continue that. We hadn't even started that yet. His shoes were... So they're, they're, they're fully on board. We're already... I wouldn't say they were fully on board. I think that internally, like within every company, everybody had issues with... There were people that were, I'm pro-vaccination and people that were, I'm anti-vaccination. Mm-hmm. And so I think that probably within, and I don't know this to be true, within those Nike walls, there were people that said, hey you're forcing me to get vaccinated, but you have a signature athlete that isn't vaccinated. What, what kind of messaging is that sending? So I'm sure, you know, everybody, it was a difficult time yeah. for every company just having the conversation about vaccine versus non-vaccination. So he makes it through that, and now he's, he's playing for the Nets, and then something else happens. So he shares a link to a documentary, mm-hmm. and that causes another firestorm, mm-hmm. and he gets suspended indefinitely. Mm-hmm. And okay, so now NBA mm-hmm. punishing him, mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nets punishing him, but now the Nike situation starts to unravel mm-hmm. because now Nike at some point steps away from him, mm-hmm. right? Um, was he? Up for a new contract, or did they just terminate the current contract? He was up for new. He was yeah. up for a new contract. For new. Uh-huh. It just so happened out timing was at the same time. Timing was at the same time. So they they didn't technically terminate him. They just didn't renew. They did nothing. Essentially, yeah. To extend that contract. Yeah. Essentially. Um, how was okay? So how was that? That was another obviously very high profile news story. Mm-hmm. Um, how was that for you and for him going through that? I think. What he wanted and perhaps what he would have wanted from Nike, I don't know if Nike would have been able to give it to him. 
because he wanted a lot more creative control. Um, he wanted uh, a lot more equity. He wanted higher commission. Like there were there were things that he wanted that I honestly think, think that, that just was not within Nike's ecosystem to provide or to give. So regardless of if the situation, it's Nike still not might have been home for you guys anyway. Exactly. Yeah, I think he tweeted and said that he didn't like the shoe that yeah. he had put out. Mm-hmm. It was was it the nine? Uh the eights. Eights. Yeah. Okay. But how? But how was the from getting suspended? How was that dealing? Once again, now you got to deal with the Brooklyn Nets. You got to deal with the NBA. He had to go meet with the commissioner mm-hmm. and a bunch of other stuff, community service and different things of that nature. Like how was that because he just went through something previously with COVID. Now he's going something, going through something completely different. But another thing, less than a year later. So, how was that for you guys going through that? Difficult. It was. It was a very, very um, difficult moment. And I think that to really delve into that detail, I would want him to be here to really mm-hmm. talk it through because there were so many nuances there that I think when you really hear the real story behind it, it'll make it yeah. it'll make your jaw drop. You have probably one of the most intensifying first years on the job. Very much so. maybe ever, right? You <laughs> talking about so. the, the shoe contract negotiation, NBA contract negotiation, suspensions, mm-hmm. world pandemics, like all that's happening in your first year. Mm-hmm. So we're at the point where, you know, we're looking at from a financial standpoint and some of the things that you want from a, a shoe deal, it's not going to happen perhaps at night. Are other shoe companies reaching out and offering, because I know where we land and we'll get to that, but are other shoe companies reaching out and saying, this is a prize free agent from an athletic mm-hmm. uh, endorsement standpoint, we should go ahead and try to sign them? Mm-hmm. Initially, we wanted to go independent. Okay. And we had a lot of conversations with being an, a real independent shoe brand. And um, I sort of made the decision um, collectively with his dad that that probably wasn't the best route because building a shoe and building a performance shoe on the court where his feet are your most valuable asset was something that we were just really worried about from just being an independent brand, just having all of the resources, the tools and everything to make sure that his feet were protected. Um, we want him to have a very long career. And so we didn't want to jump out and say, hey, we're going to do this independent. And we produce a shoe that just couldn't stand. Were you, were, did you ever look at the big baller brand and, and what happened with that as something that like- That was a, a, a that was, case study. I was, I was, as you say, yeah, that's what I'm that thinking. That was a case study. Yeah. Because I mean, they yeah. said, like, I don't know if it's true or not, but shout out to Lonzo. He came to invest for us, but- they say one of the reasons why he's hurt is because of the shoe. I don't know if that's true. It broke down. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, you know, I don't, I just, I think that when you think about performance and the way he moves and the angles in which he moves on the court. And remember I talked about, you know, you research and you study um, being independent and just basically producing a shoe that can achieve that mechanism was something that we all were really concerned about. Mm. Um, there's some things that you can kind of build the plane while flying it. This wasn't one of them. Yeah. And this was one of them that we just didn't want to take that, that, that chance on. And that's just being honest. So you end up with at, at Aetna, right? Say it one more time. Is it Aetna? 
No, uh, Anta. Anta, I'm sorry. Anta. And so this is interesting because this is now, I'm looking at this as a global yeah. play, right? Like they have at the time, well, Dwayne Wade was there. No, he's with Ling Ming. Ling Ming, oh. Ling Ming, yeah. Who, who's, who's that? Uh, 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 Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, that's what it was. Are you watching how he's structuring his deal and, and looking, oh, this is completely independent. We want to have a global brand. This is a company that I think we can partner with. Yeah, so we uh, took the time to kind of figure out what did we really want in a shoe deal. So be, before we even, you know, when it, when it was Nike was done, it was like, what is, what's important? So it was creativity, it was price point, quality products, um, a host of other things. And so when we started to have the conversations with Ant and a few other companies, um, it was really about us creating our own contract because we didn't want something that was really a traditional contract where it was like you just get royalties mm -hmm. and you get a base commission and you walk away. We wanted something that had a lot more ownership for us because we knew that once we put Kai in the lab, we knew what he was going to create at the end of the day. Um, we wanted something that um, gave us um, real equity, um, that gave us a real opportunity to control the narrative and do something really different. We wanted something that was international. And we wanted something that we could also use as a springboard. So we knew that in China, his shoes were very successful. Yeah. So it just made sense, right? When yeah. we looked at if we thought about what uh, part of the world were his number one sales, it was China. So we immediately kind of stood there and said, what can we build here and expand? Yeah. 